Well, our moms think we're funny. Hi, I'm Akomi. Hey everybody, this is Turk182. Welcome back to Our Moms Think We're Funny. No so. What? <laughs> no so. No so. Yeah, it's because you, you called me out um, off camera. Oh, or, yeah. Oh, I said off microphone. No, that about, was totally on microphone. <laughs> about how I keep I just screwing up the name of our own podcast. <laughs> like, every time you say it, you see came to something different. <laughs> That's true, yeah. <laughs> so our moms sometimes think we might be funny on occasion. <laughs> Possibly. I'm gonna eventually. I'm gonna make it so that I use every letter in the alphabet to, <laughs> <laughs> to describe that. Welcome to, and our moms think we're funny. <laughs> Welcome back to, but our moms think we're funny. <laughs> Could our moms think we're funny? <laughs> Do our moms think we're funny? Your mom does, but my mom doesn't. <laughs> Hold on, I gotta get my phone for a stopwatch. I meant to do this before we started recording. Yes. Because that's me, the embodiment of professionalism. Oh yeah, you just—that's what I'm, when I, I remember when I first met you. I was like, that guy looks so freaking professional. So I'm like, holy shit, how can I ever be as professional as that guy? You know, everybody thinks that, but uh, you know, I'm really—I'm really not that intimidating of a person. And I was like, I was like, you know, I hope that professional guy comes over there and shows me his artwork. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, dude. <laughs> Oh, gee, I'm sorry. I, I, I know I couldn't make fun of you for, for, for completely just like, you know, disrespecting me the first time we ever met. <laughs> <It was> like, <laughs> I'm with the guy that draws Blunt Man a chronic to sign it. <laughs> it's because you always introduce yourself as just a writer rather than a writer. <laughs> uh, I, I'm an artist with, with letters. Say, so you an artist? I am with letters. <laughs> there you go. Uh, All right, so, uh, you want to bring this in since this was uh, your prompter? Uh, yeah, I guess I can. So, um, so I had uh, I had a question, um, and uh, I said, okay, so, uh, you can travel back in time, or so you have the ability to travel backwards in time, right? right. Uh, uh, only uh, three times. You can travel backwards, uh, like up to three times. Only travel backwards. Okay. Um, where do you go? Like, what time periods do you go to or dates do you go to? All right. And it's worth pointing out, you said that there's no going forward. Right. There's no point where you can go forward. So it's not like I can go back to 1982 and then up to 1990. Right. So if you when you, if, like, if you go backwards in time, you don't go back and then come back to the present day and then go back again. Right. You go consecutively back in time. And it always has to be the past relative to where you are. Right. Now, okay. I will say, um, I'm going to leave it open to you, depending on how you need this to work for you. Okay, because I was going to be asking some questions here. I'll say whether <laughs> or not your actions will, um, your actions in the past will alter the future. Okay. Um, or if your actions in the past are just going to create an alternate timeline. Alternate timeline. See, ultimately, since my, my personal goal here is by and large going to be to affect me, for the most part... Um, Selfish. Yeah, totally. Uh, you know that I don't. I don't suppose it really matters because, like, you know, ba basically, I would equate what you're saying there to you've either got Back to the Future rules where, oh yeah, I can take a sports almanac back and build my fortune that way. Oh, whoa, whoa, slow down there, Ant Man. <laughs> you telling me Back to the Future is a bunch of bullshit? <laughs> uh, or yeah, or you're looking at um, 
at in-game rules where no matter what you do, it splits off into a different timeline. You've got like that string theory stuff going on. But uh, which I'll just say, I think that's kind of that's kind of interesting with the Marvel Universe, how they treat um, time travel, where you've got these people that are go back into the past to change things like Cable and Bishop and stuff like that. And then they go back to their to their present and they're like, nothing changes. Like, but they constantly keep doing it. And it's like, the only thing you're doing is just making shit worse for everybody else because you keep creating all these like right. alternate universes, but never change your own. <laughs> but you would just think that, okay, well, then I just won't go back to my universe. I'll just go to one of these alternate universes. Yeah, yeah, totally. Like, that's, and because in a, in a sense, I still, I still save the people. I just had to like killed the people to save the people yeah the, then you just kind of get into like the rick and morty logic of like yeah we're just going to abandon this universe we'll go we'll go to a different timeline where things aren't fucked up oh you know that would be so funny if like you had a uh like a, an x-men comic it was like cable and cyclops but they were like rick and morty and like cable, oh yeah cable was just a drunk like, hey, come, come on dad we're gonna we're gonna go back into the past and uh, <laughs> we're gonna kill apocalypse uh, I, don't, I don't know nathan uh maybe we shouldn't do it it'll, it'll be fun cyclops come on <laughs> <laughs> what, what's the matter? You gonna you gonna be a little a little pussy, a little pussy bitch? Is that it? <laughs> yeah, I knew, I knew it. Gene was right about you. I don't remember. I don't remember letting you get infected with techno organic virus and just send you off into the future. Yeah, I wouldn't be that kind of a dad. Huh? Uh, <laughs> okay. Somebody's getting late at Professor X's school for the gifted. <laughs> Well, you know, like way back in the early Claremont issues, like Storm would like walk around naked like most of the time because, you know, uh, she would like go skinny dipping and stuff. (laughs) It was it was always kind of cool in the old Claremonts. If you the the ex-mansion at that time, she lived in what was basically the attic and she had like a big like open skylight so she could fly in and out. And like the opening like that part was it just filled with like plants and stuff and you know she would just summon like a little bit of a rainstorm to come in there and like water the plant or she would like you know go out through there and go into the pool and go skinny dipping it was like regular for her because that was her character and stuff and then they just kind of moved away from all that which you know it was like a big thing but it was you know it was that that kind of like that um that uh character building you know that claremont did that you oh yeah that you've lost a lot of you know, anyway, this isn't about X Men, right. but just you know, so, just touching on that. So my only other question with this is, uh, can I take stuff back with me when I travel back? Uh, well, I mean, you can't like pack bags, but uh, <laughs> but like if you want to take like a, uh, a newspaper or like um, I don't know maybe a encyclopedia or you know. Uh. Well, I'm I'm thinking like Farm's I, almanac. Like for the first trip back, I wouldn't want to like pack a bag. But this this whole thing is about like gathering resources for me. Okay. For from the direction I'm thinking of it, so that could complicate things. Um, because here, here's what I was thinking, and I guess like you can tell me if you think this is not feasible, uh, ba- based off of how you're viewing this. Uh, but for my first jump, I want to go back to like 2009, 2010. Okay. Not not far. But uh, just enough to invest in Bitcoin. Because when Bitcoin first dropped, and that, that, that sounds really stupid, but this kind of builds up to, like, my next two jumps. Okay. Uh, but, like, when Bitcoin first dropped, you were looking at, like, what, a third of a cent for a coin? Something right. like that. 
I don't, I don't, but I know when it came out, I was like, what the hell is this? It, it's Bitcoin. I'm like, yeah, what? It was, I, okay. it was extremely undervalued and it's kind of like petered off. It's, it's kind of like plateaued for several years now, but there was this window of time around. But it's, uh, it's not real money though. I mean, it's just like, it's just another version of like stocks really. No, nah, you can, you can cash in. Well, like you can, but it's just, it's like electronic currency. Oh I'm, yeah. I'm spending real yeah, money doesn't... to buy electronic currency that, that may not even be worth what I spent on it depending on when i decide to use it oh yeah and that's why i'm not interested in investing in bitcoin now i want to invest in bitcoin when i know it's going to spike in value because yeah. uh, around 2016 2017 it hit a point where it was multi-thousands of dollars per coin i, I think the highest i ever saw it at was like at three thousand and i think it got even higher than that when i just stopped watching it you know, but sorry to derail here, but you know what I think would be interesting? And I wonder if we could do it without it becoming like a slavery thing. But I wonder <laughs> if, yeah, I wonder if, if you could like buy stock in people. So, okay. So the let's. The government does. <laughs> well, okay. Yeah. We, we're not going to talk about that. But so let's say, um, somebody has a kid or whatever or let's, let's say they look at a 10 year old this kid looks like he's like you know got a bright future um uh and you're like okay you know what i'm going to invest like you know a thousand dollars in this kid okay okay and uh so i'm buying a say a thousand or depending on how much the you know, whatever this kid's going for a share right but i'm gonna buy let's say i'm gonna buy a hundred shares worth of this kid Okay. Hmm. And as this kid grows up, right, and we look at his progress as he grows up, and then his value, as far as like, okay, he's become a very successful guy. So his value basically of, of his life is worth this. And then I can buy and sell my shares of him. I'm don't really I'm not really buying anything of him, but it's just like a stock market, right? It's this guy, this person's worth, their individual worth. So the more successful they are, the more they do, the more like valuable per se that they are. Mm. And you can basically buy and sell shares of a person just based upon like their individual success. How would you get a return on that though? Well, I mean, it's just like anything else. You just look at them and say, hey, let's look at this person's maybe their net worth. Hmm. Okay. That'd be interesting. Um. But yeah, no, I mean, basically all I want to do with that first trip is just uh, basically build funds for uh, for the next two jumps back, right? So, you know, over, over the span from like 2010 to 2017, 2018, whenever Bitcoins really hit their peak, okay. I'm just going to be like slowly acquiring Bitcoin, right? And when they hit that peak, hit that highest point of sale, I'll cash out. Sell all the Bitcoins, convert it to gold. Because gold has a universal value no matter how far back you travel. Mm, yeah okay okay so second jump this is where it all gets totally selfish right okay so now as you're going back in, in time right you do realize that you're not inhabiting your younger body yeah i know i'm aging this entire time so there's going to be two akomis walking around yeah well so, fuck that guy <laughs> oh okay <laughs> Uh, so, but, so you're you're going to you're going to go back at that time and basically live your life again, just buying Bitcoin until you get to this particular point. Then you're going to cash it out, right? And then okay, and then travel further back. Just pretty much abandon, <laughs> abandon past me at that point. And see, I've thought about that. Like, would I want to interact with my past self? I don't know. I mean, there's certain like warnings I guess I would give myself, but I, I don't know. Uh, 
But now, at this point, I'm thinking travel back to, because, like, let's see, what, if I, if I jump back to 2010, to 2009, 2010, and I stick around for, say, another 10 years, then I'll be 40 when I jump back. So, we'll get back to, like, say, 1976, something like that, you know, mid, mid-70s. Okay. Mm, so disco the, and free love. <laughs> oh, man, and cocaine everywhere. So, you know, the economy is healthier than it is now, at least. Let's uh, say... I don't know. Remember in the 70s, you had that gas shortage. Uh, yeah, that's true. So I might I might want to avoid that. I mean, the primary thing is just, like, making the most out of the 80s, because that's a decade I'm really interested in. Uh, Ooh, and it's, it's also... Economics in a trickle-down theory. <laughs> <laughs> that's fantastic. It's also just having enough money to fund the art thing, because, you know, what I really want to do with my life is do my art full-time. Okay, so I want to put this in perspective. 2010, you're going to go back, right? And you're going to start buying Bitcoin, right? And you're gonna you're gonna buy that up until we get to 2017, around there, yeah. And I can't remember gonna, when it was. At then you're going to sell, and you're going to jump back to the 70s yeah. or 76, you said, around there, just like mid mid to late 70s. Okay, and you're going to, well, I guess you're going to get into the uh, the the. Big stock boom, I guess, of the 80s, right? Is that what you're going to plan on investing in from there? No, at that point, I'm, I mean, I'm planning on going back with, you know, a few million in resources here. Okay. In gold. And pretty much just using that to fund whatever I need to with my art. Like I said, at this point, I'm just cashing out and basically retiring at this point just to focus on my art. Right, because in the 70s, you had the uh, the early the, the early start, but you had when the uh, independent comics market mm-hmm. was really starting to rise up. Bingo. Ah, so, okay, pretty so sneaky, So at this sis. point, I'm able to fund my comic projects, and I'm going to be able to sneak in on the sweet spot with, like, when the Ninja Turtles were popular, you had the black and white boom, you had, if you had, a, you had that moment of, if you had an indie comic, it was going to be successful. So throughout the late <clears throat> 70s, early 90s, throughout that span of time, basically, you do a black and white indie comic, you're going to be moderately successful at least and if you can sell film rights then you're even better off and of course at that time then you're going to be able to basically get in good with people like Picar and kurtzman and yep. like uh dave stevens and you know all those uh those people that were you know start off in that time period and yep. really kind of grew on to to be um you know yeah you, you yep. jim valentino mm-hmm. um, and uh, i can i can make in good with uh dave sim with his uh self-publishing boom i can uh oh, um oh crap uh I can catch jeff smith at his early beginnings of his career oh yeah you can team up with neil adams mm. you know like fighting for creator rights yeah yeah, that would be a, that would be a thought. That that was right around the same time that Scott McCloud wrote the Creators Bill of Rights with all the indie guys too. So I mean, it would most. I mean, like I said, this is primarily selfish motivation, but it would both basically be like I'm I'm funding to live out the career in the industry that I want at the time in history that I want. Now, don't forget though your age though. Uh so I'd be yeah, so I'd be forty going back there, running through, like let's say the late seventies through. I'd probably want to be out by the mid '90s because the industry had that big slump around then. Well, yeah, you'd be hitting your, you'd be hitting sixty, about sixty years old then. Yeah. Now, on the plus side of it, around that time, and I think this is one of the things I had, I didn't do any research, but I remember being, you know, aware of comics and that kind of, you know, what was going on in the industry at that time, where you know before I had no idea just comic books came out. Um, was that you had a lot of the independent market. So mm-hmm. you had, like, of course, you had Diamond Comics distributors. Um, and they were doing a lot of the exclusive, um, 
the um, exclusive uh, contracts where we're going to like distribute your work. So yep. uh, Marvel was doing their own um, distribution, so they didn't go work through Diamond. Um, DC did, but then it was another. I can't remember the other like a uh, comic book distributor was at that time. Uh, crap, but you you had you had multiples um, that you know, like. Uh, these people, you order like independent books through them. Yep. You know, and then you, of course, you had places like Kitchen Sink that were always. I mean, you, oh, mean, yeah. you would just go, you know, just go to that website. Sink, but you Sultan. Would... That was when Slave Labor Graphics was so oh, yeah, pretty Slave viable. Labor? Yeah. yeah, they they were the oh, guys God, who did Johnny Johama Sodomaniac. And um, uh, uh, Slave Labor didn't they also do um Brat Pack? Uh, I think so. Yeah. No, that... no, no. Uh, Brat Pack was uh, Rip H did that through his own imprint, right? King Hell, but I thought that was through um, Slave Labor uh, initially. It, it might have been. It might have been. I, I could be wrong. It, it's been too long. I don't feel like going over there and picking up the book because <laughs> yeah, I'm lazy yeah. like that. So, and uh, before I do my last jump, my last project, I'd say I'd probably spend like my last maybe 10 years, would just be one final graphic novel project that is going to kind of lay out and predict a lot of what happens in the future. Just so that... Oh, so you're going to Tupac things. Pretty much, yeah. Just so that people are like, okay, so here's this guy who just kind of showed up in like when he's middle-aged in the 70s, and now no, nobody knows what happened to him. He just kind of faded out of the industry, but he dropped this, you know, this 500-page graphic novel that's been, like, fucking scarily accurate. Just, just to give people something to talk about. And here's where I'm going to start fucking up the timeline with my final jump, because by the time I'm ready for my final jump, I'm going to be, you know, in my early 70s, maybe mid-70s. I'm going to be kind of old. But I'll have lived a pretty good life, I think. I'll have lived the life I, like, always wanted to live, you know, got to experience the industry I wanted to experience, and not really had to worry too much about the financial end of things. So whatever gold I have left, any of that stuff, it's just going to be time to, like play fast and loose with history and with the timeline because, you know, I'm going to be dead soon anyway. So I'm just going to jump back to the 1770s. The 1770s? Mm-hmm. So first things first, I want to be there during the, uh, during the Boston Tea Party. So I'm going to, I'm going to try to be pretty brief with this last little bit here. No, well, uh, so real quick, um, how are you going to transfer your assets gold <laughs> keep keep converting everything to gold so as much money as you're going to have how are you going to how are you going to take that gold back into the past with you? that would be that'd be quite a big you're talking about being a millionaire and don't forget uh i think the the purity of the gold too is might be different it might be so i yeah tran transporting that stuff would be the biggest thing but uh i also wouldn't have to take back as much into the 1770s you can get a lot further with a lot less at that point. So what would you do with it with your extra assets and money that you couldn't take back, that you didn't need? I don't know. <laughs> There's always the United Negro College Fund. <laughs> <laughs> sure, why not? Sorry. I don't know. I, mean, I, I drop a Mr. D's quote in there. I could always, uh, I could always just like make some kind of ARG or something like that and just uh, set up a big fat treasure hunt for people. But, uh, because mm. you do like, um, that, uh, that was it, the remake of it's a mad, 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 mad world, um, uh, rat race. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, you know, I mean, at that point, I'm going to take back as much as I need. But, you know, if I'm mid 70s, I'm not going to be alive for too much longer anyway. 
you know, I'm, I, I can hope that I'll make it to my mid-80s, and I would hope that uh, I would have taken pretty good care of myself during the 70s, 80s, and 90s. And, uh, but yeah, I, for, first things first, I want to be, I want to make myself a presence during the Boston Tea Party, because the whole, and th this is where the anarchy thing comes in. This is where I start speaking as an anarchist rather than just a purely selfish, <laughs> I want to benefit me with my jumps. So... You know, the the big outcry during the Boston Tea Party was taxation, no taxation without representation. Mm -hmm. That was their big thing. I want to be that person standing up and being the voice that's saying, no, all taxation is theft. Just start planting those seeds with people. Mm -hmm. That there, there's no point where taxes are being taken from you that it's not, okay, well, this is money that belongs to you that is being taken against your will. And if you don't give it, then you're going to be, you know caged up at gunpoint basically so i basically want to have the opportunity during the formative years of the country to start just planting seeds i'm not saying i'm gonna you know change anything i'm not saying that i would be able to to keep the uh the government from forming or anything like that and i don't think that's realistic or feasible or even like a healthy way to form anarchy uh i'm saying that i want i want there to be enough people to start hearing things like oh, A, B, and C is not an acceptable thing to happen. Sure. Okay. And, uh... And, uh... Da, 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 lost my train of thought. Um, yeah, so then, like, with what years I have left, and this will be right around the sweet spot of when the Constitution was written, because that was 1786? 76. Uh, 1776 no, was no, the Declaration of Independence. Independence. Uh, um, Constitution was 1786, I think? 87? 1787? Something around that time period. Uh, yeah, 1787. Um, you know, I, you know I, out of all the things that we're, we've learned in school or whatever, like, you know, always like, what, what date was the Magna Carta signed? You know, that has never come up <laughs> in anything. Like, I was in a job interview, and they're like, so uh, we have another question for you. Right. Um, so we don't know about your experience. Tell me about a time when, which I fucking hate those questions. And then it's oh, like, man. and uh, when was a Magna Carta sign? <laughs> so tell me your thoughts about Charlemagne. I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> so I was, I'm getting to a point of, I, I never, I don't think I've ever had to know or was ever, right, you yeah. know, learn like when was the Declaration of Independence Right, yeah. Signed. It's like at the, end, at the end of the day, you know, how much does the specific date matter? But yeah, no, I mean, basically, you know, what, what few years I have left and, you know, travel and all that shit's going to be, a challenge at this point and at my age but i want to be able to like do some public speaking write some pamphlets and stuff you know if i have enough gold and enough resources at that point maybe like set up a printing press distribute some literature again i'm not trying to say oh i'll, I'll make sure america's an anarchist state by like by the time i'm dead no i'm just saying uh, I, I want there to be enough seeds planted for like, when those moments come of saying, okay, well, you know, yes, we've been collecting taxes, but now we're going to start collecting personal property taxes. Or now we're going to start collecting income taxes. I want there to be that point where people say, well, wait a minute. <laughs> Why should we lay down and take this? Okay. And, again, that's something that doesn't necessarily benefit me, but it's enough to really say, well, you know, history would definitely be different, and it it couldn't be worse than what we're currently in right now. So I like the part where you free the slaves. That part's awesome. <laughs> oh wait, no, no, you, you, you didn't do that. Did you? Well, that's the thing. <laughs> no, with, yeah, uh -huh. That's the thing with anarchy in general is that if you're, especially if you're promoting like pro and anarchy proper. And by that, I mean, you know, people look at anarchy and they often think of, you know, V for Vendetta or fight club. And it's like, well, that's, you know, that's a branch of anarchy, but that's not like anarchy proper. 
that's just chaos. Anarchy proper is the whole mutual support thing where everybody's freedom and what they can contribute to their community is of is considered to have a very important value. And because of that, you're also looking at human life having an inherent value. So I think that would lay out the groundwork for people to look at slavery and go, this is not okay. And then to make sure that you got the, you know, the... The, the slaves and all you would like pass out leaflets to plantations or something but well like... they weren't allowed to read really. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm saying you know in like the 1700s you're, you're hitting this point where you get mail now ninjas you ain't even supposed to read <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm saying like you know you, you hit this point where um, you know the, the whole premise of, of proper anarchy of like logical actual functional anarchy is that no human has a right to rule over another human. That's like the the principal argument behind it. So when you're laying out that groundwork, then if uh, you know, assuming that you're doing a good enough job of of planting those seeds and spreading out that teaching and that belief system, there's going to be plenty of people who are saying, "Well, no, nobody has a right to rule over another person." That would have to include slavery. Yeah. So um, you you can't you don't have are are there People that believe in anarchy, do they have kids? Uh, I'm sure some of them do. I'm sure some don't. <laughs> I'm asking because I just get, if that's your philosophy, right? Once you get to a certain age, be like, Junior, go clean your room. You don't have the right to <laughs> be like, shit. <laughs> Damn, he caught me in that legal mumble jumble. <laughs> uh, uh, I guess the... The uh, the anarchist argument for that would be that like that's not establishing a law. That's just you know, that's just training them to not be animals. <laughs> so yeah, so like the the last thing, it's like okay, so that you know my plans for that may or may not work, but it's just kind of a hail mary pass of you know, let's let's throw it through the wall and see if it sticks. But I'll at that point I'll have lived the life I wanted to live anyway. Okay. So there you go. So, so that's what I would do with my three jumps. All right. That's not bad. Uh, so I've actually got some questions about your jumps. Um, <laughs> and uh, just to kind of, I mean, I've, I've interrupted you throughout the whole thing, but I've got some some other questions. Um, but uh, before we go into that, let's go ahead and uh, uh, we'll put in a pause for a sponsor. Yes, right. <laughs> ad break. Uh, I didn't want to use the term ad break because like on other podcasts I listen to, I always say, hey, and it's time for ad break. So I'm like, hey, I don't want to like bite them. But, <laughs> but yeah, it's like... Uh, Hey everybody! Hey, it's still me, Turk One Eighty Two, and uh, this is uh, Turd Ferguson. <laughs> <laughs> I like it; it's a funny name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, you got truly gum too. Uh, that's not my name anymore. <laughs> uh, All right, so we're talking about time travel and shit. All right, so uh, so we still have the present day Akomi. Uh, so right. uh, when you go back to 70, 1770, and for some reason when you said you were going to go back to that, the only thing I could think of was Akomi. He died of dysentery. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, that, that's possible too. That's totally possible. Are you going to? And you're 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 going to set up a printing press and all that kind of stuff. Are you Possibly. going to do any little things to tie into your future, like? 
writing and publishing endeavors to be like to like make people of like of the future your your past present future yeah wow, that's confusing <laughs> right to be able to look and be like wait a minute it's like this guy like he, he like he he like drew pictures of these like you know ninja turtles before <laughs> before they existed he <laughs> i could i could see doing that i i could see just like essentially like releasing uh a Bible of like popular animated characters or something. <laughs> that would be what I would do. Like w- once I once I planted my seeds of anarchy, I would like write one last document that uh, kind of created like made the animation industry as a religious thing, and bury that in a cave somewhere. So basically, you're going to create the first Church of Deviant Art. Yeah, totally. <laughs> <laughs> In the house of Sonachu, <laughs> when the moon is in its third phase. Yeah. So, yeah, so Your werewolf husband will wag his tail happily. <laughs> uh, that, that's awesome. So, <laughs> as we say, panel to panel, till the ink runs dry. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll single-handedly destroy the art industry by saying, if anybody dares criticize thee, remember, it is thine art style. <laughs> <laughs> if any man shall say to you, why dost thou draw not eyes, proper? <laughs> Just say, it is mine art style. <laughs> oh. So, okay, um... Right, so I have a question. So your first jump, you go back to 2010. Yeah. Now, when you once you've made your money in 2017, um, and you're and you're going to make your second jump to the uh, to the mid 70s. Right. Are you going to hedge your bet? Uh, and for your second present, Akomi, give them some money. Like to, to kind of establish them and say, okay, I'm about to, I'm going to go back in time, right? I've made this money. I'm going to give you some money here. So, so, cause you're, that person is still going to continue on. Yeah. To make sure they have a, a decent life just in case maybe things don't work out as well for you. And, and then you can still say, okay, this person can still, you know, this, this Akomi can still live a good life. I would, I would say least, I could see doing that, or at least okay. have the have the capability of it. Now, whether they they live, they do it right, but they at least is like I gave you the tools. You know? Yeah, yeah, I could, I could see that if I could have like a week with my past self, just saying, you know, here, here's what you need to know in order to survive. You know, here's your shit you're gonna wish you knew in another ten years, and uh, you know, here's here's the groundwork that you need because A, B, and C is going to happen. I, I could I could see that. Now, you're going to do that in 2010 or you're going to do that in 2017? Probably close, probably in the closer end of 2010, but then I, I also wouldn't have the money to give myself at that point, so I guess I'd have to have two visits with myself. 2010 was a very big sweet spot of, like, certain career decisions and certain personal decisions that I wish I'd made differently, so I would love to be able to warn myself against those. <laughs> but, uh... 2017 would be a point where I think the money would have been handled a bit more responsibly and a bit more appreciated. So, and especially being able to say, hey, you know, here, here's this, here's what's going to happen over the next two years, you're going to fucking want this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, so I would say I'd have to have, like, two visits with my past self if I were going to do that. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then I would, like, high-five myself and just, like, end the universe. <laughs> oh, fuck! 
Stop, we're merging! <laughs> it's you on you, bro. It's not gay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and here's some websites you're going to want to check out, too. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just going to tell you right now. Just It's like one word. Pornhub. <laughs> don't have to visit it. Just like, they're going to need money. They're going to need a sponsor. Just, um, ad revenue. <laughs> See, I guess that's another thought. I guess I could like jump back a little bit further and invest in Amazon instead of Bitcoin or something like that. But then like, that's, that's more of a long-term thing. I'm looking for like fast money to fund my, my exorbitant lifestyle in the seventies and eighties. And then I'll, you know, be living in a solid gold mansion and getting champagne and caviar enemas three times a day. It'd be great. Oh, man. <laughs> champagne enema. Yeah, I don't really want to think about it that much. <laughs> Just kind of set it in the heat of the moment, and now it sounds really disturbing when you say it out loud. Now, I'm just trying to think, like, how would... I don't know. I think I'm more concerned about the logistics of a caviar enema, but... Uh, yeah, I wouldn't want that. <laughs> right. Because, you know, one of the things that they ask you when you go to doctor and you're not feeling good, they'd be like, you know, have you seen, like, a black, like, tarry substance in your stool? Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've been shitting out fish eggs for the past, <laughs> for the past three weeks. <laughs> uh, just remember, Meg Ryan says caviar is a garnish. So. <laughs> well, you could, uh, you could have a, uh, you know, like a, 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 a cold coffee enema. Hmm. So, I, there was a... Uh, God, there was some some singer or whatever, and I remember reading something that that uh, Janet Jackson started doing that. I don't know if she still does. I don't know if she just said that just because. But yeah, like <laughs> instead of drinking coffee in the morning, it was like a, like a like a, a cold coffee enema just like wakes you up. I'm, like, I'm just gonna say hell no to that because part of the pleasure of coffee is drinking it. I'm just saying coffee already kind of like runs through me and oh, yeah. like can like you know you know give me the shit. So I mean, <laughs> just stick it directly there. Just eliminate I mean, the middleman. It's like if you're gonna go that far. Just dump it straight in the toilet. Right. <laughs> But um, but yeah, I just I'm I'm not really a fan of just you know just every morning just shoving something up my ass I'm like yeah, because and plus I mean you, I, I I'm already sometimes like just pushing the line getting to work if I had to like get up every morning give myself an enema just oh no no yeah yeah just, yeah I'm just not a, not a fan of that I, I fail to see the appeal myself no. but. But yeah, so how about it, Sirk? What would you do with your three jumps? Oh, with my three jumps. Yeah, because I had some time to think about this, and you said you really didn't do much prep on this yourself. No, but... I did not. So I did think about it. So I was like, okay, I'm gonna take you're gonna make three jumps, and mine are mine are going to um, are going to affect my my future. So hmm. whatever I do in the past is going to affect my future. So I think yours is. is uh, disassociated from your future. So whatever yeah, you yeah. whatever you do in the past is not going to is not going to change necessarily your future. Or I guess um, the you're you're kind of more of doing like a like a branch timeline, right? Essentially, yeah. I mean, I, I guess like ultimately at the end of the day, it doesn't matter whether it's branch or whether it's affecting my real future. You know? Well, because when you go back to you do certain things. Um, so let's say when you go back to um, and you start you start doing your own books in the late seventies, and you start interacting with these people. Mm -hmm. That's going to introduce books in a market that didn't exist that, before. Yeah, that's it, true. You know, and of course, it's going to change things. And then you know, you have people that are like, "Oh, I never read this book. So I was so big. I was big into this independent book right here." And the next thing you know, like we don't have you know like a 
uh, like spawn or something. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> oh darn! <laughs> <laughs> I know. I was really upset by that. <laughs> so I'm actually going to get started on your time machine right away. <laughs> I really need this to happen. Rob Liefeld, no. <laughs> you have to draw for Marvel, please. Yes. And I'm going to write this boy, this how-to book just for you. <laughs> I'll, I'll be that grizzled pro at the con that he like goes to show his portfolio to when he's 15. It's like, I'm thinking about taking this to Marvel next year. It's like, oh, fuck you, kid. What the hell is this shit? <laughs> Get out of here. Never come back. <laughs> here, Sandy, change the future for the good. I'm not being purely selfish here. <laughs> uh, and, yeah, I really don't... I really don't have anything against Spawn. I don't really care for the book, but I don't have anything against that. I wouldn't want to like wipe it from existence. It doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't affect me. Yeah, no, um, I like it. Um, so, so, uh, so mine is actually going to directly influence, you know, my future, present, future, future, present. Um, but I thought about, so, okay, where would I want to go in the past? And there are a lot of places I'd want to go and like visit. Mm-hmm. I like to go visit this time in the past. Like, for example, I, I've, I haven't done any research because when you start to do research on certain things, you really get deep into it and it kind of, it can kind of consume you, especially, you know, if you, if you have a very strong interest in it and you start to learn more about it, then that will then just start to grow. It becomes a piece okay. of its own. I mm-hmm. uh, kind of like my fixation on Christian. You're right. right. <laughs> I can see you like just stalking outside of him, you know, you know just not, not, not like interacting with him, but you know where he's going to be in certain places. So we're like, <laughs> Just gonna hang out the mall and just look for that guy with the sign. Uh, <laughs> uh, but I'd love to. I'd love to like find out what happened to the the lost like colony of Roanoke. Mm, right, yeah. that's something that I've always been curious about. I've actually wanted to do an entire podcast on that. I dude, I that's something I just like. I'm, and I know there's been a couple of theories, and they've talked about this and that, and some people's like, well, this is what happened, but you know, that's that's a, that that's something I'm really curious about. Yeah. Um, the Salem witchcraft trials, like going back before the trials and, you know, just kind of like seeing like, you know, like just watching that, that whole mass hysteria. Oh yeah. And especially. I just, I, I already have enough of a lack of faith in humanity, <laughs> but you know, the, the whole, I guess like we're kind of watching that from, from a distance. Yeah. When you have these people who are like the, like the, the priest or, I'm not sure what they called themselves back then. Yeah, they were Protestants, so um, I don't think they considered themselves priests. Unless they were Anglican. Reverends, mm. ministers, whatever. Yeah, it would, it would be a reverend, I think. Uh, I really don't understand why you have to have a different title. You all do the same job, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, like, like a, a whether I whether I fly a plane or I steer a boat, I'm still the captain. Right. <laughs> look at me, look at me. So, um, uh, but you're like, no, 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 no. I'm a captain. And I'm a piloteer. I mean, like, I'm, <laughs> I'm the skipper. <laughs> hey there, little buddy. <laughs> but, um, uh, but they, they knew when they were doing like their witchcraft test or whatever, be like, hey, I'm going to stick my finger in your ass. And if you feel that, <laughs> then, then, then that means you're a witch. <laughs> Because they, they would do stuff like I'm gonna I'm gonna prick you like you with this uh, like this mole on your body with this pin. If you feel it, then you know. If you don't feel it, then you're a witch. You know whatever right. it's like. But then they wouldn't actually like poke them with anything. Did you feel that? Be like, no, you're a witch. You'd be like, oh, okay, you're full of shit. Yeah. So so you obviously aren't really conducting any real trials. 
but you're going on with this whole thing and watching people get killed and all this kind of stuff because I'm like, you know, so just, like I said, that whole mass hysteria, just watching that from the outside and just be like, how are you guys getting swept up in this? I, you know? I, uh, that'd be interesting. My concern with doing something like that would be, you know, exactly how far from the outside can you be? Because it's going to hit this point where, like, what if they target you? Oh, they wouldn't. Because all I have to do is just show them some of my future shit. <laughs> and then they'll be sure that you're a witch. Yeah, but, <laughs> but, but, can, you, but can you stop me? Uh, oh, what? Are you going to bring back an AK-47? I don't have to. I mean, all I, all I have to do is just is have something like, you know, like Back to the Future. You know, I'll just play a little Van Halen on, on, on my Zune and just freak them out. Yeah, and then, and then they would just stone you to death and that would be it. Well, but, I mean, okay, first off, I'm pretty sure I can kick their asses. I'm that, pretty true, sure I can I, kick their asses. I, I think the average lifespan back then was like 32, so I think you'd be okay. Yeah, so, I mean, because you know, these, these are people that want, if they can fight, right, which I doubt they can, <laughs> but if they can fight, they fight like, you know, they take a fighting stance like the leprechaun from like the Notre Dame like <laughs> fighting Irish thing. It's like, put them up, put them up. Oh, man, <laughs> that's actually a really brutal method of boxing. I <laughs> but I'm just saying, you know, all I got to do is, I, I mean, and I, I, it's not like, like I'm freaking like, you know, Jean-Claude Van Damme, but all I have to do is just assume a martial arts stance, do a bunch of like really bad kicks, right? And they're going to back the fuck up. Uh, yeah, you, you'd probably be fine. I, th- yeah. I think you could like bluff your way out of most bad situations there. Yeah. But, and like I said, I don't really have to have anything like, for for example, like my, my Zoom with an, with an external speaker, right? Yeah. Just blasting like some, like some death metal. <laughs> Dude, that would just freak them out. Get a little bit of cannibal corpse going on there. Yeah. This helped me through some rough times in my life. <laughs> well, it's cradle of filth. <laughs> but you know, it's yeah. You know, I always, always wanted to like go back in time and like show show somebody like a like the scene for Independence Day of the White House being blown up. It's like this is a recording of my future. We have to stop this. <laughs> yeah, you ever stop to think that like. I don't know, like maybe like the big second Ice Age scare from the 70s or whatever was due to some prankster going back from the future and doing that shit. <laughs> they had that thing for uh, those these like little segments in uh, an old robot chicken called Dicks with Time Machines. <laughs> they just go back and just do you know, like, like just means things. Uh, but so so I so I thought about going back to different places, but if I can only go backwards, I don't want to go too far because then I can only go backwards yeah. unless I'm going to live a little bit like you do and then go back again. Yeah. And I wouldn't want to go back to, let's say, like the, like the 1920s, right? Even though I would, I would like to go back to be like on the cusp of like the jazz scene. That'd be yeah, yeah. awesome. You that know, would be cool. smoking weed with the Negroes and stuff. That'd be, <laughs> <laughs> what? I mean, if I'm, if I'm going to go back, I've got to talk the talk, man. I mean, like, I can't, I can't, I can't be like, yeah, I'm hanging out with the, with, you know, with these fine black guys. Like, what? With these kind African-American gentlemen. Right, right. <laughs> the Negroes. You know, no, but I'm just saying that, you know, they, it'd be, it would be cool to like be like there, like on the cusp of like certain things, but like, you know, yeah, yeah they kind of be right there. Um, but but again, you can only go backwards, and there's there's like there's no movies, there's yeah. no you know they, there's no air conditioning, you know that kind of stuff. Like oh man, oh god, no. Well, plus like in your situation as a black person, it's a little bit more dangerous the further back you go. <laughs> so unless I go to Europe, that's a thought, certain certain yeah. parts of Europe wouldn't be that bad. You might want to stay away from Germany depending on what year it was, oh, but geez. you know, um, I'm definitely not going to go to like Papua New Guinea. Uh, <laughs> 
<laughs> don't need to have myself eaten. Uh, <laughs> poor Rockefeller. Um, but, uh, uh, you know, but, you know, going back to certain places and, you know, I wouldn't want to go back to like London during certain times when, you know, like the smog and the air quality was so bad that, you know, people were like dying. Yeah. Uh, uh, so and, like, think about that. I'm like, yeah, there's a certain place I want to kind of check out, but if I can't come back to my present day, then yeah, no. Uh, so I, I thought about it and I was like, okay, well, well, um, I'm going to go back, um, to kind of like what you were saying. I'm going to go back, uh, let's say, um, I'm going to do it like a test. I'm going to go back, let's say 10, 15 years. Okay. Okay. And I'm going to become a mentor to my younger self. Hmm. And I'm going to take with me uh, my iPhone, right? Ah. Now I'm not going to have any cell reception. Yeah. But I'll have I'll have my phone is going to have like everything about like the the so everything that's on my phone. So let's say for example I would um I like I'm not going to be able to Google anything. But if I the pictures of my phone, it kind of like a like a Back to the Future thing. I'll be able to see if they change. Mm-hmm. So if anything I do is going to affect like oh well. Now this picture I have with Akomi doesn't exist anymore, right? <laughs> okay, so I've messed something up. I'm glad I heeded my warnings and didn't hang out with that fucker. <laughs> <laughs> All he ever did was get me in trouble, make me say racist stuff. <laughs> you call? <laughs> no, nobody called you racist, Bane. <laughs> uh, uh, that's what your third jump is going to be, isn't it? Yeah, yes. Yeah, <laughs> to go back what? to the filming of Dark Knight Rises, <laughs> guys, guys, hear me out. Hear me out. I'm I'm just going to talk straight to uh, straight to like him and be like, "Hey, I've got an idea of where you want to take this character." <laughs> <laughs> now, don't say no right away. Uh, just say, "Hear me out." Oh, <laughs> uh, so. <laughs> The plane door explodes in. <laughs> Any Jews in here? <laughs> <laughs> I think this might be a really good idea. For you. <laughs> uh, but but I'll be so I'll take I'll just take a bunch of like um like uh, screen caps of different events. Yeah. So that so they'll there'll be pictures on my phone and then I'll be able to see if they change or how they change. Nice. Right? Okay. Um, but I'll get to go back. I'm going to be a mentor to myself, but I'm going to start at a, they say, maybe go back maybe 10 or so years yeah. and just kind of see how that works out. And, um, and then basically I'm going to kind of incept myself. <laughs> and so I'm going to start off there. I mean, it's you on you. It's not gay. That's right. And, and then I'm going to go back a little bit further to kind of see, you know, like, okay, how, how well did that work out? So now I'm going to go back a little bit further and I'm just going to be like, okay, so I'm like, I'm going to be a mentor to myself and be like, okay, this is, you know, just introduce myself. Like, okay, this is how you kind of need to like guide your future. Yeah. You know, you can still be you, but let's take a, let's take a, a stronger stance on this. Hmm. You know, let's not, you know, I think I've been kind of clear on this. Um, and if I haven't been, I, this probably the wrong time to really talk about it because I'm not going to have the opportunity to really get into it. But, you know, um, let's take a different approach to like some of my prejudices of different things. Right. Where, you know, as I grown up, I've been like, oh, hey, that was 
kind of wrong of me, right? Is because because I was completely ignorant of things, you know. Right, it's, right. And you know, and and say you now like, oh man, that's horrible. Because and I, this sounds this sounds even worse. Sounds like I'm trying to blame somebody, but you know, society as as you know a whole was like this is bad, right? Right. And I don't have any. It's kind of like the thing with like you know, um, and I hate brings back to like a racial thing, but. You know, you go to like a place in like any country or like another country or even like in America where there isn't like a a large population of people from another race. So right. their only interaction, their interaction with them is limited. And the only thing you know about them is what they see in the media, whether it's the news, uh, no matter what news it is. Right. Whether it's NPR or a local station or, you know, a biased, you know, like national station. Right. Yeah. Or, you know, what you see in, in movies and that kind of stuff. Um, so so they don't have a, a real they don't have any true view of them because they're not they're not really interacting with people and getting to know them. Right. right. Because they don't have any people. It's just your you know what you're being told by the place and like, oh, yeah, that's how I see things. So you're going back to myself and being like, hey, you know what? You know, when you get older, you're going to have a little bit more perspective on this. This is not what you think it is, you know? So, Eskimos you know. Eskimos really aren't that crummy of a person. Uh, I'll give Eskimos a chance. Yeah, what, what? Eskimos have like a thousand different words for ice, but like only like <laughs> two words for like, I love you or something like that. Uh, uh, so I'm like, yeah. It's like, like, how many times really can you say ice when you live in ice? I mean, yeah, ice is around you every day, but you have all these different kind of words for it. Yeah, you know, ice scampi, ice gumbo. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Ice in a bowl, ice on a stick. Fried ice, dry ice. <laughs> that's about all the ice I could think of. <laughs> Not quite ice yet. <laughs> that's what they call it. They call water unfrozen ice. <laughs> I'm kind of thirsty. You got any bottles that are unfrozen ice? <laughs> um, eh, fucking Eskimos. Uh, anyway, but um, you know, like I said, just kind of, just kind of guide myself. And be like, oh, by the way, you know, just you know, work, work out. You know, you you pudgy little shit. You know, um, you know, take care. I mean, not that you don't have to go lift weights and stuff. But you know, like do some jumping jacks. You know, ride a bike every once in a while. Lay off the sweets. Uh, <laughs> Read a book. Yeah. You're making us look like jerks. You know, I, I would think I would try to try to give my, my younger self a little bit more confidence and say, hey, you know what? I'm not saying that they're going to say yes. And I'm not saying that you probably won't get laughed at. Right. But ask that girl out. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, the worst. I mean, there's really no worse that can happen. OK, so she says like, you know, no. Or maybe she laughs. You other people laugh at you. Right. That's not going to define your life. It's not like, you know, you're going to be a job interview somewhere. And you're like, so uh, you're the guy. You're the guy. You're that guy. Oh, shit. No, no, we're not going to hire you. (laughs) Like, just do it. I mean, you're just like, you know, do it. Just do it. Um, You know, just, you know, thank you. And and, I say, just kind of guide myself without without straying too much. I know, obviously, that's going to change a lot of my decisions in the future, yeah. but without straying too much from who I am and who I want to be, because there's a lot, of, there's a lot of things about myself currently that I do like. There's some things I don't like, but I don't, I wouldn't want to. If if changing the things I don't like means losing some of the things I do like, then 
I guess I, I wouldn't do that, and which sounds really horrible. But like I said, the things I, that I like about myself, the things I like about myself, I'm, I'm, I'm you know, either proud of those accomplishments mm-hmm. or, or, or proud of, you know, of who I am when it comes to you know, like these ideas or, you know, like these viewpoints. So I don't want to lose that. Right. Um, uh, so, but, you know, I would like to like enhance other parts of myself without losing that, you know, to try to become a, a better person. Hmm. Um, so see how well that works out. Now, that's the thing. If it doesn't work out by going back further, I'm able to kind of prevent that. Yeah. Because now I'm going back before I ever did that and then saying, okay, so now let's, you know, let's, uh, let's try to, let's try to stop that. I can't stop my, my, my previous jump self, right? Time travel self, but I can at least say, okay, hey, let's, let's try to, those same principles that I worked on before, let's see if we can give them a little bit more context or say, hey, we want to make these changes, but maybe not right now. Or yeah. maybe we're going to do it a little more subtly or, you know, who knows what. Um, and then that's that's what I would do. I would just kind of go back and just try to guide my my younger self and to make myself a, a better person. OK. Um, and now because I wouldn't want to go back too far because um because I wouldn't, um, I would, I don't want to live in, like, I wouldn't want to go back to the 70s. I have no interest in living in the 70s. You know, I can't go back to the 80s because, because, you know, cocaine. Um, I was going to say, wouldn't you want to go back and do a bunch of cocaine? Well, okay. <laughs> uh, I, 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 have we, have we really talked about, about the whole coke thing before on the podcast? Not on the podcast, but I think we have on the, uh, game bar. Okay. So, um, I, I hate the fact that we've got to touch on these things twice because, you know, we've already, for people that are maybe watch both. Um, but the, the thing with me and cocaine is I've, I've never done any drugs. I have no interest in doing drugs. They hold no appeal to me at all. I'm a big advocate for legalizing marijuana, um, for various reasons, whatever. Mm-hmm. But even if we're legalized, I don't plan on doing it. I mean, if that's something I was going to do, I'd do it now. I've got plenty of opportunity. I've got avenues. I know people that smoke, you know, and that wouldn't be something stupid like walking down the street, like smoking or whatever, right? You know, smoking in your home in certain designated places. <laughs> um, but it, it, does, it doesn't appeal to me. So even if yeah. it were legal, it still wouldn't appeal to me any more than, yeah, like I'm, a, I'm an adult. I'm an adult. <laughs> My dad's not a phone. <laughs> uh, but but I, don't, I don't go around drinking every night. I don't, you know, I don't keep beer in my fridge. Right, right. Uh, I just, it doesn't, I have, I have a couple bottles of wine in my fridge, but that's because, you know, once you open it up, you got to put it in the fridge and, you know, you know, whatever. But um, actually, I was reading somewhere that once you open a bottle of wine, if you don't drink that within like a week, yeah, it, it doesn't, it doesn't keep well. Huh. So, you know, having a bottle of wine in your, in your fridge or whatever um, for, you know, yeah, you know, you know, months on end or whatever, just is not good. If huh. you don't drink within a week, you really should just go ahead and just get rid of it. Wow. But anyway, um, so, um, so I don't like say being adult now. I I have the opportunity to drink a lot, but I, it doesn't. There's no real appeal to me. Yeah, yeah. Um, but when it comes to cocaine, right? 
cocaine just gives you that rush of energy. Now it does other bad things too, but you you just you like I want to work. I want to get things done. You know, I'll be up till three o'clock in the morning, just like I'm working, baby. I'm getting some stuff done because I'm on coke. Which meant that if I was trying to work with my younger self, he's like, okay, hey, right, listen, it's like, like, all right, it's like you're gonna go. You you, you, you got to do this, man. You got to listen to me. Listen to me, young Turk. All right, it's like this is what you want to do. Okay, man. All right. Oh, gee, oh, it's just like it's like. Have you done this coke? Just, just take, take a little bump, just a little baby bump, right? Just like here, it's like it's like just a little, little bit off my fingernails. Yeah, you feel that, right? You feel that? Oh my god, dude, we're gonna get so much stuff. There. Okay, no, dude, right, no, fuck it, fuck it, just, just drop out of school right now. Me and you, I'm gonna teach life lesson. I'm gonna teach you right now. And it's like I, I like that you want coke because it's basically Rick. Yeah. <laughs> um, you're, not, you're not gonna do it. What are you, some kind of pussy? That's it, you're just a little pussy. So well, uh, somebody's getting late in college. <laughs> Ooh. Bleep, Papa Dirk. Uh, so, um, so, uh, I, I, so I, I don't think I would accomplish anything. I would just be doing a lot of coke, and just running around, you know, like in my, in my underwear, like, <laughs> like, like, uh, what's his name? A Dewey Cox. <laughs> uh, so anyway, um, so yeah, that's why I wouldn't go back to the eighties. I really fair. wouldn't get anything done. And I would just be listening to like all kinds of like new wave music, you know, <laughs> yeah, be like, hey, I'll hold up somewhere with like a gun, but like the commissar's coming. He's fucking coming. <laughs> he's like, he's like, he's like, like don't, he's, he's behind you. Look, don't, don't look around. Right. <laughs> um, but uh, so I would so I want to stay in a, in a, in an area where I felt really I felt okay, so I wouldn't want to go back past like maybe 1990, maybe 1992. Hmm. Um, even though I would want to have some kind of influence, yeah, I think that'd be good. And then I could be like, all right, let's let's do this, you know. And maybe, maybe okay, I could do the late 80s, late 80s. There we go. You know, um, right around the time that that, uh, that Guns N' Roses was coming out. Okay. So, yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I think I think I'd be good there. Um, and uh, and then just kind of like I said, so first jump, maybe 10, 15 years and then take another jump, depending on how well that worked out, maybe five years uh, past that. And then maybe like another five years or so, depending on what I needed to do. And just like I said, just guide myself. But I'm going to determine my second two jumps by how by how well the first jump works. Yeah. OK. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. So um, yeah, and, the, and the other thing is, you know, I'm going to. I'm going to have to work with my younger self because we have the same name <laughs> and I'm going to be establishing a lot of stuff in his name. Yeah. So like, I'm going to have to get a job. I'm going to have to have bank accounts and stuff. You know? <laughs> and so, and they're all going to be in his name. Um, so we have to work together there. Yeah. Unless this becomes like the doppelganger podcast and you just decide to kill yourself. Yeah, no, because I wouldn't benefit. Oh, you mean like him killing me? Yeah, yeah, I mean, oh, that's totally on the table. Yeah, that is that is true. Because I mean, you you got to think about that. Like, if if the door opened and future you walked in right now, it's like I'm you from the future. You wouldn't go with that, <laughs> and you wouldn't want you to train you either. You'd be like, fuck this. <laughs> okay, if me from the future came back, it would depend on 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 like if he was like if he came through and he was like a hundred pounds heavier. I'm here, to, I'm here to tell you to get your life straight. I'm like, <laughs> I am all ears. <laughs> like, uh, call me. I'm sorry. This is the last podcast we're doing. I, I got to go work out. 
<laughs> like next thing you know, you're the best around. <laughs> no one's gonna ever keep you down. Hearts <laughs> on fire. It's like, it's like future you comes in and it's just like this fat hairy white guy and he's like, oh god, you gotta change. I'm you in 15 years. It's like, oh no. <laughs> he's like, Turk, Turk is your kids, Turk. <laughs> He's like, they dyed me this color. <laughs> <laughs> they slapped the black right out of me. <laughs> you see, see Bubba Hotep, right? Uh, not yet. No, oh, oh, that's been on my list for so long. Well, you, you know the you know the story of uh, Ozzy Davis. Ah, uh, no. So in Bubba Hotep, Ozzy Davis is a black guy. Um, plays John F. Kennedy, <laughs> who's still alive. Who like they faked his death. And like dyed him black. <laughs> oh, that's awesome! So yeah, he and he and Elvis, played by Bruce Campbell, team up to stop the the zombie. I mean, the the mummy Bubba Hotep, who was preying upon the people in the retirement home. Nice. Yeah. So yeah, Bubba I mean, Hotep. like I, I knew the premise. I really, I'm really interested in seeing it. I just haven't had time. But yeah, I know. Yeah, like I like I, I was just because I just edited the uh, the doppelganger podcast recently. Uh, at the time of this recording, so I thought about your answer to that, and I thought about that time you told me about dreaming about your mom acting weird, and so you just drop kicked her down the flight <laughs> yeah. of stairs. Yeah. So I picture your interactions with your future self not going super well. I told that story on uh, <laughs> on uh, uh, on the uh, the the board game, yeah, yeah, the board game channel with uh, with uh, Jo and uh, and Zolt, and we were uh, I think it was when we were playing. Um, uh, uh, Big Trouble in Little China. Okay, and nice. uh, yeah, um, uh, who's uh, uh, whose turn is it? Um, yeah, so in the whose turn is it? Um, uh, video, and I told that story because we because there was a thing on NPR about this this story. I, I'll let you guys watch that for yourselves. But I was telling them the <laughs> the thing about me, you know, drop kicking my mom because uh, that dream. And uh, so, but yeah, um, but yeah, if, if my if my uh my future self came in and you know was like hey uh, i gotta tell you some things or whatever I'd be like okay you know uh, i would be like all right yeah let's let's see let's see what's going on what do i need to do what do i need to change because right? apparently he didn't he didn't go back like real far so i guess everything up to this point i've done okay it's just what i do after this right <laughs> Just don't record any more podcasts. Trust me, it's not good. Comey <laughs> uh, wants to show you something called Mike and Melissa. Don't do it. Dude, you, you, you're too late. We, we've already done that one. <laughs> Fuck, I only have two jumps left. <laughs> yeah, oh, so, man. So, but yeah, that's, I think that's what I would do. And I would... Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I think that th- the thing I hate is that I by going back like that, I have to sit through certain things again. Oh yeah, yeah. But um, I think that I think the hard part about that would be you know that certain events are happening, um, and and you you know they're coming up, and you can't do anything to prevent it. Yeah. And and you so you just but at the at the same time though, knowing that they're coming up, you you would be able to approach them from a different perspective. Yeah. So let's let's say because I I recently listened to um the uh, Disgraceland podcast uh, and they their first one for season three was a two parter on NWA 
and uh, they talk about the whole Rodney King thing and the and the LA riots and all that kind of stuff. So knowing those are coming up, and uh, and I'm picking this as opposed to another event because that that don't that that's too much. That's it's way too heavy. So I'm I'm picking this because a lot more time has passed and I think it's easy it's more digestible and it didn't affect everyone as a whole as opposed to other events that right. you know affected a, a, a broader range of people. Right. So um so the the LA riots uh, and now like I said knowing it's coming up and being able to kind of sit back and not be caught up in everything at the time no matter I'm not I'm not choosing a a side or a perspective you know and now I can just I can just see everyone else. And how they react to it as a somewhat neutral party because it's my 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 head my emotions everything are clearer now. Yeah. Now I wasn't really swept up in it, but you know I, I can I can look at it now objectively or look at everyone involved objectively as they as as they digest it. And uh, so getting some new perspective on those would be good. But at the same time, I do have to live through those things again. Um, and yeah. because even though I'm getting a new perspective on it, it doesn't change the interaction I'm going to have with people who are going through it at right, the time, right. which, which then we may cause some problems because I will be so much more level headed about it. Yeah. And then they'll be like, why are you not outraged in one way or the other? Why are you not grieving? Why are you not taking a stance? That's wrong with you. What are you, some kind of robot? And, uh, you know, so that, you know, that would be, could be problematic. Hmm. But, uh, you know, it'd be interesting. Yeah, yeah, it would be. And, and I think that would also give me the opportunity to kind of like, you know, write, um, to maybe, maybe be able to write a, you know, something about it. Be like, hey, revisiting this at the time it's going on, you know, and it's like, you know, here's here's a, a very, you know, open, non-biased viewpoint of everything. And uh, it'd be interesting. Yeah. So, but yeah, that's, I think that's what I would do. Uh, I say if, if I could just travel back in time, like if it was, if it was like, Hey, you got a time machine, you go visit these places, then come back and you can, you got like a, you know, a ticket for three, you know, three passes, you know, I'd, I'd go to different places, but if one thing I can do is just travel backwards, then yeah, that was, that's, I think that's what I would do. And hopefully try to make, you know, make things a little bit better, different for myself to where I'm, you know, a better person. Yeah. And yeah. And then just kind of see how it plays out. And I, you know, and I, I think with me making myself a better person, obviously I can't erase myself from the future by like, hey, I never created the time machine thing. Because <laughs> obviously if that happens, then I'll never become a mentor, which would then basically just reset everything back to the way it was. Yeah. Which I don't think they ever talk about it in, in like any kind of time travel movies uh. where like when you when you eliminate your future self. Right, <laughs> then your future self never went back and changed these things, which meant that that your that none of those events that you just changed ever happened. Yeah, so it just resets. Yeah, which would in in that case be kind of like funny. Oh man, what, okay, so sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm like deviating again, like I always do. Um, is if like you had a time machine, you go back and you just fuck with time, right? Oh yeah, the time ruiner. Right, but. Whatever you do, you have to make sure that it eliminates your future self so that everything resets. <laughs> that is a thought, yeah. Except for the one time that you that it doesn't. <laughs> right. And then you're like, shit. And then you've got just that Simpsons Treehouse of Horror thing where 
It's like, I gotta fix everything. <laughs> oh, look. It's raining again. <laughs> Stupid bug. You go squish now. All right. So, yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. So, this was an interesting one. Uh, I, I think it's I think it's interesting we both have two very, very different approaches to how we would want to handle this. So, yeah. I like this. Yeah. Yeah, well, I think it's interesting. Like you want to, you want to change your current self. Yeah, and I'm more interested in changing my past self. Yeah, you see, like I thought about that, but there's just so much that I could see going wrong with it, because like there's there's a lot about my past that I don't like. But then I think about like, you know, if certain things hadn't happened, then people who were very very important to me and important in my life wouldn't have been in the picture. Oh, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, you're you're part of that for sure. Where it's like, you know, if I hadn't been, you know, if I, if if situation A, B, and C hadn't happened to me, then I promise someone's gonna cry. <laughs> <laughs> like, but yeah, I mean, like, if if A, B, and C hadn't happened to me, like, the people who are my closest friends now would not be my friends. Like, you know, you've you've heard me speak very ill of my uh, of my first job. Yes. And uh, I feel like that was six years very wasted, but it's like, that's directly tied into uh, to my friendship with with Wesley and Overton. It's directly tied into uh, my friendship with Grace. It's very closely connected to my friendship with you and Davis and Horton. So it's like, yeah, I, I wish that, like, you know, I wish that that hadn't been six years of my life gone, but if I go back and change that, then, you know... There, there goes the only people who are my friends now. Right. So, it's like, I, I can't imagine things really being better without that. So, yeah, I'd, I'd much rather just change my current situation and go live in the 80s. And that, that's why I wanted to be, be like, cognizant of, uh, of what I do. Yeah. Um, so, see, I don't want to lose these things. Yeah. Well, and, like, I, and I totally get that, but I can just really easily see, like... And it's like, oh yeah, so training my past self has gone well. Let's see. Oh, it's it's 2010. Hey, uh, have you met have you met this guy Akomi yet? And it's like, who? It's like, oh shit, what went wrong? <laughs> oh no, what went wrong? <laughs> <laughs> what did I do? What did I do? What did I do? <laughs> so yeah, but yeah, so uh, that that's our answers. Um, everybody probably thinks a lot less of me now, but everybody who's been on this channel for any length of time already knows about the anarchy thing, so they can't think too much less of me. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't think anything less of you. <laughs> I just wish you hadn't died of dysentery. But <laughs> <laughs> I did it for the lulls. <laughs> put put that on my tombstone. He died for the meme. <laughs> well, I will say this though, right? Since you are going to go back to the uh, the Boston Tea Party, right? Yeah. Just uh, tell Crispus Addicts I said what's up. <laughs> All right. Sure. <laughs> well, well, we talked before. Well, we talked on the on the gaming channel about. Yep. Christmas Addicts, you know, which I think is like the only time in history, in American history, that like that people were, that the death of a black man outraged people enough that they went to war. Yeah, yeah. We have talked about that. So, yeah. So, which I don't think he gets enough, like when it's like, hey, it's Black History Month. Let's talk about, you know, uh, Martin Luther King Jr. and uh, George Washington Carver, the yep. guy that killed George Washington. And, <laughs> <laughs> and assimilated him. <laughs> uh, I, I love that Simpsons joke. Who was George Washington Carver? The man that chopped up George Washington. <laughs> um, but yeah, but they never know. They never mentioned Crispus Attucks. Yeah. You know? So, which I mean, 
I don't really understand how you get a name like Crispix, um, which sounds like a, a cereal by Nabisco. It does, yeah. That sounds actually, like really that's, good. That's actually Crispix, um, <laughs> which Crispix are good. But anyway, I don't even know if they still make them. But anyway, so, but yeah. So, yeah, just tell them I said what's up. Yeah, yeah, we will do. Yeah, and fight the power. Uh, pr- provided I don't die of dysentery before you do it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yes, it's all in place. Everything's going gurgle. Oh. <laughs> Oh, that doesn't feel good, gurgle. <laughs> okay, well, well, thanks everybody for listening. This was this was a fun one. I think we need to do more hypotheticals. Yeah, I I, I like that. Um, I just have one more question. Okay, you know when you're gonna when you're gonna go overseas and uh, you have to like get inoculations. Mm-hmm. What if you're gonna travel into the past? What kind of inoculations do you need to have? Because like right now, like I'm not gonna catch polio, right? Right. Uh, because you know I'm and, and that kind of stuff. But what am I gonna take back there? <laughs> right. That they don't have a an immunity to already. Space AIDS. <laughs> <laughs> blam blam out. <laughs> um. Uh, but no, I'm saying you know what is it that that you know that we have nowadays that uh, like you know. It's it's not a, it's not a problem to me, but because you know I have a tolerance to it or whatever that I'm gonna take back to them. It's gonna be like, oh, that's deadly. Yeah, yeah, oof. That uh, that's one that would be like a long conversation with a doctor. <laughs> so, doc, <laughs> thinking about going back in time and hypothetically, of course. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well. Okay. Well, thanks again, everybody. Uh, let us know what you think of our answers, and uh, hey, we'd we'd love to hear what other people would do because uh, I think that could I think that could get interesting. I think there's a lot of answers you could give for this. Oh yeah, yeah. And I I think a lot of people probably think more. They would think more in the now, but like I would go back to you know like you know uh, you know uh, you know four years ago and, and do this or whatever. It's like hey, okay, you know. Uh, I, uh, I guarantee that like ninety percent of the people you ask now would say they'd want to go back and kill Trump. Oh, no. Kill is such a harsh thing. Yeah, I, th- I think you'd get, like, an even split of people who want to go back and kill Trump versus people who want to go back and kill Hitler. Yeah. Well, I, you know, I think I think that's the, that's a, a that, that's one of the, the, the worst, the hardest decisions to make, right? Mm-hmm. Is to say, uh, yeah, I want to go back in time and kill Hitler, because obviously you want to do that, but then everything... All the advances that we made after that, that mm-hmm. unfortunately came from that. Oh yeah, you lose all that stuff, and it's like, what? What would the future be? Oh yeah, yeah. And it, it's it's horrible because um, you really want to say, I want to save all these people, but that also means that we're gonna lose a lot of stuff. Like you know, everyone wants to denounce Operation Paperclip, but yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, yeah. The people don't think much about consequences. Yeah, so it's it's. I, I mean, yeah. I, I mean, I just I completely agree. It's wrong, and I wish it hadn't happened. But but we live in the present day where everything we have was influenced by those events. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of hard to to disassociate ourselves from it because I'm a product of all of that. Right. Right. Yeah. But, yeah. So I. So yeah. Going back in time and you know, you know, changing major events is going to have a serious you know repercussions on the on the uh, on the future slash present. Yeah. 
and it's like yeah like, and you don't know what it's going to do so oh, yeah. it's, it's really it's such a hard moral dilemma oh yeah yeah mm-hmm. which is why i think we both kind of strayed away from it so yeah yeah All plus right. i mean i don't i i, I don't <laughs> I, I know it sounds really bad it's like hey we want you to would you kind of go back and like convince him not to drop the bomb on like you know on like hiroshima <laughs> Yeah, but God, I don't want to live through the '60s. That's so freaking boring. Oh my God, and I freaking hate hippie music. You know? Yeah, but hey, in the, the '60s, you get that sweet spot of like catching the Stones when they're first getting started. I'm not going to Altamont though. Ah, uh, well. Okay, well, I think it's about time for us to wrap this one up. We went a little bit over, but that's okay. It was it was worth it. This was some very enlightening conversation. This is our podcast. I do the fuck I want. <laughs> go go over, go under. Shit, if, next, if, if the next one I want to do like five minutes, but like, yo, this is Turk one eighty two. I'm fucking done. Bye. And then I'll do it. Get money. That's right. It's my philosophy. Life ain't nothing but bitches in money. Can, can we do a five minute episode next time? Yeah, sure. Why not? Okay. We'll just bounce it out. Be like, <laughs> we, we ran long in the last one, so we're going to run really short on this one. Just let's do it back to back. Uh, okay, well. Bye, everybody. Have a good night. (laughs) Zang, yo. All right there, folks. That was Our Moms Think We're Funny. Let's, uh, let's give them a hand.